0: Are you a lawyer who desires more freedom and flexibility in your work life? To be more available for your family, stop deferring those bucket list travel destinations until retirement, take care of yourself physically and mentally, or even just have more time for your other passions and priorities. What would it mean for your life if you could continue to practice law without sacrificing in any of these areas or sacrificing your income? I'm Kaylee Giacome, host of the Lawyer on Your Terms podcast. I run a six-figure virtual law practice working less than 25 hours a week. I'm a mom of two little ones and started my practice so I wouldn't have to choose between my vision of motherhood and my legal career. Your dreams and priorities may be different, but if you're curious about how to create a practice that is designed around your most important priorities in life, rather than always having to fit your life around your career, then you're in the right place. You, my friend, are more than just a lawyer and you can lawyer on your own terms. Welcome to the Lawyer on Your Terms podcast. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Lawyer on Your Terms. So today we are going to jump into a topic that we can only begin to scratch the surface of, and that is your profit margin. Profit makes the world go round. You can't run a flexible virtual law firm unless you have a really healthy profit margin. So in preparation for an upcoming blog article, I was researching the history of billing in the legal industry. And I thought it was really fascinating because I had never heard this before, but the billable hour used to be regarded as unethical. So in it wasn't until the 1940s that the billable hour really became a thing in the legal industry and before that in the 1800s there were actually state laws that prohibited attorneys from having a billable hour so they needed to charge by service and that was that was governed by state law then fast forward in the 1940s bar associations started trying to pitch and push this idea of the billable hour in pursuit of more uniformity in billing but really they were trying to you know protect the profits of attorneys and Maintain the elite status of our historical colleagues. So, they went as far actually to, in certain states, they implemented minimum fees per hour. And if you charged less than that minimum fee, you could actually be in trouble for misconduct with the Bar Association. So, that went on for a while and definitely began the culture of the billable hour that we have today, unfortunately, which you know, sometimes is is a strength. It can work in your favor, but sometimes it can really it really doesn't reward you for efficiency and it can take over our lives, as I'm sure you've experienced if you were an attorney working in a law firm or if you've worked in a law firm previously. So there was some headway made in 1965. I think it was Gold Goldfarb versus Virginia State Bar. And the Supreme Court said, actually, bar associations cannot have a minimum fee because that violates the Sherman Act. So burst the bubble a little bit there with that one. But it definitely didn't change this culture of the billable hour, which, you know, persists today. And again, the you know, I think if you if you're an attorney yourself or if you speak to an attorney and you say the term billable hour, you usually don't get a lot of smiles it's not something that, that excites us. It's usually something that brings up a lot of stress and anxiety for attorneys, but also for clients. And you may have heard this from your own clients before, but you don't want your clients to feel nervous about emailing you or reaching out for any little question they have because they're going to be built up the wazoo. And so the legal market is changing for so many reasons due to the demands of clients in the industry, and then also the changing needs of lawyers, because lawyers matter too, right? Our lives matter. If you're ready to build and grow a flexible virtual law practice, whether you're going solo for the first time or you have an existing practice, but would like to be able to work less without sacrificing your income, our signature program, The Accelerator, is for you. The Accelerator is a six-month private, done-with-you mentorship program to provide you with the exact steps, strategies, and support that you need to build, launch, and grow a flexible virtual law practice. There's honestly nothing else in the marketplace like the Accelerator, and we take a holistic approach to building a flexible law firm around the most important priorities in your life. Our unique combination of training materials, templates, and private mentoring will fast-track your transformation from burnout and missing out to a lawyer who looks forward to Monday mornings. By the end of the program, you will not only have all the information and tools you need to launch your flexible virtual firm, but we will have built out many of the back-end components of your firm together. You'll have a clear, personalized, and actionable business plan to operate and grow your practice with the confidence and support to do it. And last but certainly not least, you'll join a network of like-minded attorneys to grow with. Enrollment for the accelerator is open now at lawyeronyourterms.com/accelerator. And if you have, a, if you're just focused on those billable hours completely, and especially again, if you work at a firm right now and you have minimum requirements, it can completely consume your life and not even just your time, but the, the mental energy of focusing on that. And it does not reward you for efficiency. So flat rate fees, where they make sense and they're not always appropriate, can really liberate you from this model. And it's better for clients, too. Then they know what to expect um, in terms of your fees. So not just so they can budget for it, but also it's very there are a lot more attorneys that are offering flat rate fees. And it's really a competitive advantage if you can make your fees published and, you know, and make it so that clients know what to expect from you. So the other piece of this, having low overhead. Is also obviously a crucial part of your profit margin. And if you are running a flexible virtual firm, let's say you are a solo and you just have a home office, you are able to keep your overhead very, very low. And it should not be more than, say, 25 to 30%. It is going to vary, of course, based on your practice area. It is going to vary based on the the team members that you decide to bring on to outsource things. If you have a virtual assistant, if you hire employees, that's going to vary. But even with that, it really should not exceed 30%. And if you are if you are not delegating or outsourcing a lot of other tasks and it's really just you and your business and what you're paying for are software uh, subscriptions and malpractice insurance, you are able to keep your feet, your overhead down very, very low. So Again, it's going to vary for everyone, but on a shoestring budget, even with your malpractice insurance included in this, your overhead can be as low as $500. And again, depending on your malpractice insurance and the software needs of your practice area, you could even get it down below $500. So that leaves you a lot of room for a healthy profit margin. And of course when you're just starting out that ratio is going to be lower because you're working and bringing in clients but when you're doing business in this model a lot of your overhead is going to be fixed that they're going to be fixed you know recurring payments each month for your software subscriptions that depending on on what we're talking about it could change as your practice grows but a lot of that is going to stay the same and so your profit margin is just going to increase as your business grows so Again, flat rate fees and having low overhead are two really important keys in building a healthy profit margin in your virtual firm. If this is something that you're thinking about, if you're thinking about going out on your own, if you want a more flexible firm that fits around your family's needs and your needs rather than your life being consumed around your legal career, that is exactly what we do in this group. So if you're thinking about that or if you've already gone solo but maybe you're not virtual or maybe you need to really work on creating more flexibility within your firm, increasing that profit margin, please send me a DM. So I hope these tips in this episode was helpful to you. If you haven't already signed up to be on our coffee chat list, I would love to have you join us once a month on the first Wednesday of the month. We come together for a Zoom chat just to network, meet each other, connect with like-minded female lawyers who are also striving to build a flexible practice that is built around their other priorities in life. And we always have a wonderful time chatting. It's a free connection call. And you can sign up at www.lawyeronyourterms.com slash coffee chat. So I hope you'll join us for that. And I hope you will join me next week for another episode of Lawyer on Your Terms. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me and really help us grow if you would take a moment to go to your podcast app where you listen and leave us a review. If you know a lawyer who you think would enjoy this podcast, please take a screenshot of your favorite episode and send it to them or tag them in a post. And before we leave, I just want to remind you that you are more than just a lawyer and you can lawyer on your own terms. I'll see you next week.